Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Hello. Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined once again by Miles. Hi, hello. Miles. Now yeah, you already said hello. Uh, I'm also joined by Jackie. Hi. Hi. And the three Hi. of us make up the three of us whose uh, voice samples will not tell you who we really are mm-hmm. later. Uh, make up JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Uh, you probably knew that since you clicked on it. I imagine most people don't sort of take a you know blind dart throw to choosing what they listen to. Uh, we are a podcast that uh, used to talk specifically about the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime from 2012. Uh, but we did that. We already covered it, and you can find all of our old episodes on anchor.fm slash jjbpod. These days, we are branching out and looking at other anime that our listeners suggest us or sponsor us to check out. Uh, we just finished 2020 having seen over 50 different uh, anime movies or TV shows or whatever. I mean, samples of each. You know, we, we didn't watch... 26 episodes of everything we have jobs and stuff mm-hmm. hey i just want to say something uh-huh happy new year happy, happy new, year. new year happy new year everyone Akemashite. happy new year Omedito. we're recording Yay. this at uh 1201 a.m <laughs> yeah <January> <laughs> i just we just told all our families to shut the fuck up we got <laughs> off zoom and then we, we fired up this um yeah so in the spirit of uh in the spirit of the same way you know what? I said before that we watch stuff people uh, sponsor us to watch or tell us to watch, and that's what we did this week. We watched the talentless Nana or Muno Nanana. Oh, uh, Nana. <laughs> did the exact same thing <laughs> yep. every time I thought about this show. Uh, I guess I, I know what song I have to download later. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it is a very recent anime. Did you guys know that? It just wrapped up like a week ago. Like it's for good? season. Uh, I don't know if it's getting more seasons because the, the manga has been running a long time, but we'll talk about Talentless Nana a little bit later because before we right, do see that, you later. no, 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 you, you should stick around because what we're going to do right now is take a stop on our email island. It's okay, right? Yep. It's fine. Okay. Inbox island. That would have been better. Inbox island. This <sighs> is the not so real place where we read out our listener emails. These are emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. And this first email comes to us from Bizarre Buccaneer with the subject line Happy New Year! Hey guys, Happy New Year! Thank you for all the laughs during the previous year and for staying safe while keeping the pod running. Here's to another hopefully better than last year. And I do have a quick question Do you guys have any resolutions for anime choices this year? Like, for example, more action, less action, etc. If it gets a second season, is the Cursed Dorohedoro banned? But again, thank you for all the laughs and suggestions during the previous year. Stay safe, Bizarre Buccaneer TM. Well, I think I know what one of us has banned for this year. I can think of one resolution. I can't, I can't ban, I can't really ban anything because someone can just make it a Patreon pick, but I would rather not do any more mecha anime for a while. Hmm. 
But okay. if someone makes it a Patreon pick, then I have to. You heard her, everyone. March, <laughs> March will be. Uh, but I'm not gonna like it. Sorry, but she won't. Sorry, like it. I think in general it would be nice to do fewer shown any things because I feel like I mean maybe that's a majority of the genre. I could be wrong, but it's a lot of what we've watched too. Mm, we should branch out into different genres of anime that we haven't seen yet i think we tend to like more some of the more adult stuff the more quote-unquote seinen stuff but mm. most of it is shonen but it, it still varies i think in degree of how much does it feel oriented towards a younger audience and how much does it just happen to be popular with that group mm. um yeah besides that um as far as resolutions go I don't know. There's probably a few classics that I'd like to check out that I, I still haven't. We should watch. We should we should finish or we should. Uh, yeah, we should still. We, there's still some big Miyazaki films that we still need to get through. Should like Totoro. More Miyazaki. Maybe another Shinkai movie. Uh, maybe some of the other anime shows that were big with uh, our generation when we were younger. There's, in fact, a very large anime. I'm thinking that I've never actually sat down and watched. What? I uh, I don't need to tell you that. You can figure it out later. Is it Dragon Ball Z? Yes. It's Wait, really? Z. Yeah. I've never uh, watched an episode of Dragon Ball. I've played video games. I've seen clips. I've been forced to see some of it. I've been in the room when my little cousins were watching it, but I had no interest, so I didn't really watch it. Yeah. Yeah, let's not watch it. Okay. <laughs> we won't. We'll only podcast about the Namek saga. <laughs> Uh, in no other context and I also feel like three episodes nothing happens in dra- i would do like naruto oh oh i mean yeah maybe <laughs> that's what i meant the anime or the one that i was thinking of was uh, inuyasha which is one that i that was popular yeah and oh yeah i never watched i had and only like aside from now having an interest in understanding some of the not quite zeitgeist but the popular stuff i have no interest in watching that or Naruto or Bleach. But you never you never did have interest in watching those. Yeah, I'm saying so now... So nothing has changed. Yeah, but I'm saying now at least... Bleach is okay. Since we're covering so many I different saw, things, and, and I saw Gundam, and I'm like, okay, I understand I a little the bit of the Gundams. Of, I saw the beginning of Bleach. It's okay. I'm sure it is, but it's like, so long. It's, it starts out, it starts out interesting. I don't know. Just some of the character designs really turned me off. Mm. So. I don't know. I didn't. I mean, I didn't keep watching it, but I, I, I thought it had a strong beginning when yeah. I saw it a, like, I don't know when I saw it, like a long time ago. I mean, in general, nothing specific to Bleach, but I'm saying of all these shows I'm talking about, it's like length. And then some of the designs look kind of kiddie mm-hmm. to me. And I'm not, I'm not into that. I think, Adam, think oh, sorry, go think ahead. Part six will come out this year. Uh, maybe, yes, I maybe think it will. we have, let's see, we have a few things happening right now. First of all, the live action Rohan uh, miniseries is apparently out or coming out right now. I think it just came out. So we have to cover that. That's certainly a resolution. Um, I think we should cover manga at some point, like a chapter or two. I think we owe it. We owe it to the listeners, especially, the, especially like the Jojo fans who are still <laughs> listening to us and still bringing up Jojo. Unfortunately for them, we're like, yeah. they have to make TV. We don't care. I think we should probably read a little bit. I did. I, I mentioned this. I, I checked out, uh, chapter one of part six again recently. I think we should do, we should we should read uh, part six, but do it page by page or something. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Just 15 minute podcast episodes. Yeah. Let's just go panel by panel. Fuck it. 
<laughs> or we could read it while potting, like, you know. Like a live read? Like, we look at the first page, we talk about it, and then we turn the page, and then we talk about the next page. Um, I don't know. I mean, we, if we did that, we would have to read it, right? Like, out loud. Otherwise, it's just we would pages turning and people quietly being like, hmm. Should we do that? Like we just read to ourselves? Well, and then you cut all that out. No. But then that way we don't have to like, and then we do that for like an hour or whatever and say, and, and then cut that up and call that the podcast. And that way you, I don't have to actually read anything in, in my own free time. <laughs> I, I, I guess, but. I like this. I, I like the idea of pushing the podcast format though, you know, <laughs> rather than just, you know, watching the show and then talking about it, really changing things up. Nobody's doing this one panel at a time idea. <laughs> Yeah, I and the listeners could follow along because that is something they do. I think um, I think there's a podcast for Star Wars that does one minute for every podcast episode. They just analyze one minute of the movie they happen to be covering because there's just so much. Yeah. I guess it's because like the Star Wars universe is so dense and yeah. like there's movie making stuff and they just talk about it. But like there have to be some scenes that are like five minutes long and you're like, this is going to be the same episode. Everybody like whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> But I don't think we can quite do that. Or at least we can't do that if we're doing it live, right? Like if we had time to go like look stuff up and think about things mm -hmm. and write down different ideas and approaches to it. But there's no way you could fill an hour of time just live reading something and being like, ah, uh, this is okay. This is a close up on a pocket and what seems to be a knife. All right. This is someone frowning. That's it. That's podcast, you know? Yes. So I don't I don't know if if that's what we should do, um, but there's something happening here. I just don't know if it will be for good or for evil. Something's happening. Yeah, and Something's we're going to talk about it. Thank you for writing, Bizarre Buccaneer. Who wants to read the other email? I'll do it. It's short. Uh, this email is from our dear friend Chad, who asks in the subject line: Are there too many anime streaming options? Aloha, JJB Pod crew. I couldn't watch along this week because I don't have Funimation. Do you folks think it's worth picking up even if I already have Crunchyroll, Netflix, and Hulu, which often gets Funimation shows down the line? Anyway, haoli makahiki hao. Happy New Year. Mahalo, Chad. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I don't think you did. I think you did. Fuck. Well, I think the last, I think the last part is probably pronounced ho, because how is H-A-U. Oh, um, it's weird to me that Talentless Nana is not on Crunchyroll because the manga is published by them. By Crunchyroll? Yeah. And they're being absorbed together. Funimation is being bought by, um, I mean, Crunchyroll is being bought by the Funimation people, but I guess that wouldn't have taken place yet. So your answer to that, Chad, is it won't matter soon because they'll be the same thing. It won't matter yeah. soon. That's true. I like, as far as someone who uses like amazon fire stick and amazon fire tv i think funimation is better than crunchyroll yeah uh, on that platform yeah yeah i mean tim has the only other the only reason why i clarified that is because tim said that the web player is reversed in terms of who has the better one mm. uh because otherwise i would just say funimation is better than crunchyroll um especially when we we're using the wii u crunchyroll app that was a, a real nightmare uh i think the samsung crunchyroll app sucked um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think I felt like everything I could find on Crunchyroll I found on Funimation. That might not be true, though. Chad, you missed out on a good one, though. I like this show. You should go back and watch it. Yeah. You can't even watch it with ads on Funimation. I, I think there I think you can do a trial on Funimation. 
Funimation. Ha 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 ha. Is that not how you pronounce it? <laughs> Funny May. Uh, speaking of anime streaming, uh, actually, this is not have have to do with anime streaming options. But we got this past week, we canceled Hulu oh. and got Peacock because uh, M wanted to keep watching The Office, which left Netflix recently. Oh, so there's no what, anime on Peacock, as far as I know. What's on Peacock? Is there anything good on Peacock besides The, the Office? Office, Parks and Rec, maybe. Parks and Rec. They have some live soccer games. Hmm. I caught a live rugby match, and I was overwhelmed by how jacked everyone was. Uh, they have AP Bio. Okay, which I'm interested in. But I don't know. I don't know what else. It seems just like an office app. Okay. Cool. That works. Uh, yeah. yeah, as far as if it's worth it, I don't know. So if we end up having to watch anime that's on Hulu, I guess we just give Miles our password. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Okay. Is there that. any exclusive Hulu anime? I don't know. Nah, not always, but sometimes it's more convenient than using something else. Hmm. I think, you know what it is? I think the VRV app has got better after a while, but the Crunchyroll app stayed sucking, I think. Even though it's the same company. I think that was true at one point. Anyway. This has been Stream Talk. Yeah. We're the stream team. The... I got nothing else. All right. I also want to talk for a moment here about our Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod. And help us uh, pay for the 100 different streaming services that we subscribe to uh, as we catch all of the anime exclusive to Crackle and Pluto. And I think Tubi is a thing. Support starts at just a dollar a month. That does help us out. We also have a $3 tier and a $15 tier. And what those get you are the following. $3 and above, you will get a heartfelt thank you from us on the air. And by us, I really mean me. I'm just going to do it. I've never asked anyone else to read the names. Uh, I am vamping to take up time while I open the Patreon members tab. Here we go. Let's let's make this one really heartfelt. I, let, let's hear it in your voice, how heartfelt it is. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Nocturnal Coffee and Fish, Leia Maybe, Ara, Disney, Caden, Nick, Celeste, Austin, Tim, Tyler, Martin, Michael, and Chad. Uh, you make me feel like a real boy you make miles me like a real boy and jackie like, like a, a natural, natural woman. woman and we also have a 15 dollar tier uh or 20 if you wanna if you're nasty uh <laughs> which is where you can uh suggest or sponsor us to watch an anime of your choosing either a movie that is of reasonable length whatever that means uh or three episodes of uh, your favorite show, which is why we watched the Talentless Nana uh, this week. And thank you to that patron and to all our patrons of 2020 and now 2021, because it's not like everyone just suddenly cut us off. It turns out that most people's New Year's resolutions was not stop giving money to anime <laughs> Patreons. Yay! Or maybe they've already broken that resolution. Like they they wanted to break off the Patreons and they just didn't. They forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and it resubbed all right well thank you for being forgetful uh let's take a quick break 
and then we will get into the anime. Okay. Hi. Uh, hi. Hi. We're back. We're back. Hello again. Hi. Um, as stated previously, this week's anime is the Talentless Nana, or Talentless Nana, which we watched on Funimation. It's also licensed by Muse Communication if you live in Southeast Asia, apparently. Uh, this was a TV anime that ran from October to December of 2020. Almost said this year, but I didn't. Mm. Uh, where's we have escaped <laughs> we have escaped that wretched year yeah well thing so far 2021 doesn't feel different i thought everything would change everything would flip over mm. like a analog clock where the numbers go that's true i'm still alone what what i'm we, alone we live together i know but we're alone together oh okay that started with like a singular pronoun i but okay Mark, you're a ghost. You've been a ghost the whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, the, um, Talentless Nana as a manga has been around since May of 2016. So, it's almost five years old now. And it's still going, apparently. Uh, and this is its first uh, anime adaptation. It is a... My way to... I was, as I was watching it, my way of describing it is... It's like... Wait, what did I say? It's, it's Death Note plus... Uh, what was the other one? I don't know. It's like Death Note. <laughs> it is similar to Death Note in terms of it being kind of like a psychological thriller where there's sort of, it's almost like a detective kind of thriller where you're hearing someone solve what's happening and walking you through how they got there and what they observed about a person's actions and stuff. Oh, Dexter. The other one is Dexter. It's like Dexter and Death Note. Really? I would mm. say like it's like Death Note or Dexter plus like X-Men. Oh, plus X Men. Yes, oh, yes, it correct. did remind me of X Men. That's yes. uh, that's the critical. Or um, what are the other? What are those other ones that are kind of an X Men ripoff? Like something high. I don't watch any of those. Something high school. I don't know. Uh, but but Nana is Dexter, and then Nana plus that other guy with the gray hair are Death. Oh yeah. Are like our Death Note. R L and L light? and Light in Death Note. Uh and. Miles, yeah. have you seen Death Note? No, is it good? Should I watch it? Oh, we should. Oh, we should do Death Note. Death Note is uh, everybody's seen Death Note, and if Miles hasn't seen it, we can talk about it. It's pretty good. It gets a little long in the tooth. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. But it was a uh, it was a big cultural thing. Certainly that. Um, the thing that I I really am happy to tell you is that this manga has an author by the name of Loose Boy. No way. One word. No Lo- Loose Boy. How do you spell it? L-O-O-S-E-B-O-Y. Oh, I love it. Illustrated Wait, by... E- what do you love Lucy about Boosie. it? Lucy Boosie. Lucy Boosie. Just loose. He's a loose boy. He's a loose boy. He's loose. He's loose. He gets loose. Is it like Lucy? Like that? No. No, no, no. It could mean a number of things, but they're all good. <laughs> uh, so it's written by Loose Boy, illustrated by Yori Furuya. Furuya. Um, yes. And the anime is, uh, the studio is Bridge. Uh, and they actually, uh, are a company that came out of the animation studio Sunrise, who we know from doing a bunch of the Gundam shows and Cowboy Bebop, uh, and numerous other series that you know. That being said, uh, yes, this is a 13 episode series. I like that. I like to see that. And yeah, the reason why I said it's an X-Men and 
why I think X-Men should be in there. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Is just that it is about a series of talented people. They're mutants. You could call them mutants if you were looking at it from an X-Men sort of standpoint. They're people with kids with superpowers. They're kids with powers, right? Even down to the fact that some of the powers are really basic, like fire, like ice, mm-hmm. like mind reading. Those are some of the big X-Men powers. Yeah. And the premise is that the show takes place on this isolated island. I guess all islands are isolated. No. It takes place on this remote island where a lot of the young people with powers are at an elite school learning how to hone their skills and and harness their powers to fight monsters they have not seen yet but are told exist called enemies of humanity Uh, and these kids are called talented and their powers are called talents and that is the initial premise that we are given and the main character whose name is nanao uh which i have i have thoughts well so there's nanao and there's nana and before we continue Listeners, if you haven't seen this show, I I think you should pause and just go watch it because I think it's really good and I don't want At least sp- episode one. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil it for you. So I think you should pause it and watch it. Yeah. I personally really liked it. Mark liked it too. I would like to continue watching it. Uh, Miles, I'm would, down. did you like it before we get into spoilers? I ended up liking it. Watching okay. the first episode before the, you know, the spoil... Well, you're already you've already watched it. I'm assuming now. Before the twist, wait, 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 listeners, pause, pause, and go watch it now. Come back and you can listen to. We've what never given anyone things. that much notice. Pause. Honestly. You know where you're at, listener. Yeah, I want them to just watch it. It's Before only one episode. the big twist happens, I didn't like it at all. Oh wow! Because mm, okay. I, I was, I don't know. I just found it annoying. <laughs> I found the girl really annoying. Uh, oh, I was there the whole time. Like, I don't trust her. I don't trust her. <laughs> I was yeah. surprised. I started to suspect something, but like when it happened, I was still like, oh, good twist. Ooh. Um, yeah. And after it was that, a good, I was like, okay, show, you got me. Yeah. It was a good twist. And I did not expect, even when the twist happened, I didn't expect it to then switch to the, her perspective. She's so evil. To that perspective. Not really. But um, like everything gets all like evil, menacing, like gray, oh, yeah, yeah, red yeah, eyes. I, yes. I like it's that. Very characteristic of like what the creators think like the morality of the show is i think yeah i don't know yeah i think we can talk about whether or not she's evil yeah we can get yeah. there but basically i'm on th- i'm on her side but i think that she's uh but like they kind of present her as like she she has like this kind of like demonic like it's like her cutesy little girl thing is all an act it's like, a facade that's not who she is pigtails you know? pink hair but she, flower but it's, it's smart it's a good disguise because no one's gonna suspect like this cutesy little mind like her power isn't even like one that can destroy you you know so like right. Yeah, no one suspects the like cute young girl. They want to protect the cute girl, you know. And we assume by this point you've either watched it or you've decided I don't care about spoilers because it is only one episode we're spoiling. I don't assume anyone is still like, I can't get the the app open. How do I hit the pause button? (laughs) And is just like screaming right (laughs) now. They're like, no! Headphones glued to their head. (laughs) Um, So basically, uh, we didn't quite finish it, but the the protagonist that you assume to be the for real protagonist of the show is named Nanao, and he seems to have no talents. Uh, this is later revealed that to not be the case, that he does have a talent, but he doesn't want to show it off because... Wait, have you talked about what the school is for? It's to train yes. these mutants. Okay. Yes. Um, 
Yes. So And they bully him because he doesn't have powers. They they bully him, but it seems like he's holding back. But uh the twist ends should I say the twist or should we just go through it no, by the episode? I think for this episode we should go through it. All right. Okay. So in this yeah, first episode we start with this kid and all these like books are floating near him. Uh and I thought that was his power. I thought the books and shit were floating around him because he was suspending them in the air. Uh, we see this one hothead guy who's guess what his power is it's fire what's up what a twist <laughs> i know what the fire guy's a hothead what <laughs> um there's a kid that looks like the Yu-Gi-Oh kid who i think's named yugi right there's a guy with are you talking about the guy with long hair no i don't know who you not the is. sephi roth looking kid who's the ice guy yes Seph- not him. <laughs> he is sephiroth Aww. he looks like sephiroth oh awesome who's, who's oh. Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> He was just, I don't know anything about him. They just show him briefly and he has like they spiky sh- blonde and They and show hair. all the kids, but you don't get to know all of them. There's this one girl, uh, they say her name later. Michiru. Michiru. I love her. She's so cute, but we haven't seen, we haven't really seen her yet. We saw three episodes and we only see like a shot of her, but she's like the one with like the blonde hair who's always making these cute faces. Yeah, and she's I'm got like, like short hair. It's like pale blonde and And she's, she's very like, you like the look on her face sometimes is like, gam, like... Like, like she's I, she's rooting for whoever she's looking at. Like she's rooting for, or she's like, I'm gonna do it. Like I'm gonna try really hard and defend. Yeah, her humanity. hands are her hands are balled up in a fists, and she's like, and yeah. I, I love her. But we only we, she we haven't really gotten to know her at all. She you just see her, like scenes of her, and like like I fell in love with her the moment I saw her yeah. in just like a like a flash of looking at like when they when they looked at all the kids and they show her. I was like, I love her. Mm. She's yeah, my I, I think I heard that. I was like, she's my favorite. <laughs> Um, and so it's about this kid named Nanao, uh, which is weird because when I saw the art for it, uh, you know, and I briefly think, cause like the person who told us to watch this was like, that's all I'm going to say when they told me, you mm-hmm. know, they said like, it's this, it's there. I was like, okay, so should we not read anything? And they were like, yep. So I went through it with blinders, but I did get the idea that there was someone with pink hair named Nana who was the protagonist. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess that's not related. Mm. it's this kid not now and he's like i don't have any powers and like the fire kid really bullies him and makes him do his homework and all the kids kind of make fun of him mush his face into his fucking notebook when he doesn't call him by the right name and uh we we get the vibe that uh he's kind of it's weird because you're like well if you have no talents why are you on this special island for kids with talents He's just like this righteous boy who wants to go is what it makes it seem like that he's just He's just a good guy and he wants to defend humanity and stuff. Yeah. He just wants to help people. He always wants to be a leader. And he wants uh, to please his father mostly. Right. His dad is like, wherever you go, make sure you are a leader and you try to be that. There's an embarrassing flashback where at some point in school, he like told the whole class when he was like introducing himself, like, I'm going to be your leader. And they just laugh at him because, well, it's a ridiculous thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then what we see are, we get the vibe of like how kind of uh the school works and the fact that you know there's all these different types of powers going on and we hear the overview and there's at one point a teacher shows them like a drawing of like a scary monster looking thing and they're like these are the enemies of humanity and i was not suspicious of the the girl that you're talking about Mm -hmm. that not not the cute one but the other one at that point but i was like where are these monsters like what are they they're just talking about them yeah we never see them name enemies of humanity whatever it is like as a translation i don't know but it just seemed really bad. Like it didn't seem like a good and just mission to be like enemies of humanity. That's like something that you declare on like an enemy 
during war so that people will just right. be like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're the worst. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it felt really politically weird. Um, and uh, then they get these transfer students that come in. Two kids, two transfer Is it just students. the two of them? Yeah. Okay, one is named Kyoya, and he has uh, sort of short, not too short, white hair. His voice actor is the same as Bruno from part five of Jojo. Oh. Nice. So it's sort of a voice down here, a little bit breathy and sort of reserved and cold. He's Yeah, he's very cold. And he's he just, I don't know, he just is like a cool guy. But like yeah. like one of those like uh, introverted, like mysteri- he's mysterious, I should say. And he also does not reveal what his power is. He just sort of. He's like, do I have, and they're, they're like, what's your power? And he's like, do I have to tell you? <laughs> he's very aloof. And the other girl is named Nana. Not Nanao, but Nana. And But but and so at that point we were like, is that the Nana the show is about or is it Nanao? But yeah. it she, seemed like the show focused right. on Nanao. Because Nanao seems to be the talentless one. And yes. she is a Has a power. Leader. Yeah. She right. comes out and is like she says hi and then she's like, You all have question marks on your faces, so I'll tell you that I am my power is that I can read minds. Uh and she flexes that a few times throughout this uh first episode she says it doesn't work very well in large groups so you guys are safe basically like she's not gonna be able to read people's minds like in the classroom because everybody's talking at once and it's very loud right all their minds are talking at once we later see this because she seems very attracted to nanao she puts her desk right next to his um she says like i'm bad at reading the room and so she is very direct yeah like she just tells him what he's thinking uh which is really awkward for him uh the bully comes over to harass him and she's like, oh, you're only coming over here to ask me out. And the bully gets all embarrassed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, is like, no, I wasn't. Maybe as like friends or something. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting later on when there's a one of several twists in a row, really. Yeah. Um, and so they get closer, basically Nana and Nanao. And she learns how much he is idolizing his father. She was also very weird. I thought it was weird how much she wanted to spend time with him right away. Mm-hmm. You know how she just yeah. gravitated towards him right away. I was like, I was suspicious of her through that. I was like, there's something up with this girl. She's, I don't trust her. Mm. Um, yeah. And so they get close. Um, and, uh, you know, he, Nanao kind of just eats shit while uh, not doing anything about it. Um, and, she uses her mind powers to help him i think just the one time maybe i don't remember if it happens more than once i'm realizing i forget a lot of what happens in the first episode what is Mm. the they they um they're trying to they they need a class rep um so all the 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 class is kind of like oh i think it should be the strongest should be the class rep and nana nominates nanao because he is the self-appointed leader and he's also just uh she's like because he's smart and he's good and i, I can he has a I, pure heart i listen to i listen to his thoughts and he's a good person and i think he should be the one um to lead our class yeah and and two times in the show we see her break her chopsticks to eat and she breaks them unevenly yes uh which is sort of a trope of it being a klutzy kind of ditzy character mm-hmm. when they can't evenly break their chopsticks i didn't know that yeah that's a thing um yeah and i think i I realize now i see a note here where i said doomsday cult which is which is what this felt like again because you don't really see the enemy and they're all just sort of isolated Mm -hmm. in these compounds just telling the kids about how they're going to save the world and stuff i was like this is this is a little weird Mm. but it wasn't enough for me to really suspect 
I don't know, anything. Uh, and I'm still confused a little bit. <laughs> um, so Nana and Nanao spend the uh, day together. She's following him. And at one point, there's a fight about class reppiness, right? In the, in the exercise. What is it? Just like out in a field in school. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they all, they fight. Right. They said they wanted to have the fire and ice guy who were like, one's the strongest and one's the most leaderly like, I guess, or also. No, they were both basically like whoever is the strongest will, will become class rep. So it was between the, f- the fire guy and the ice guy wanted to fight each other. And they want to just duke it out at first or like the teacher, I think is like, you guys can fight it out. And, uh, then the fire guy goes to use his fire powers and they're like, okay, I guess we're using powers now. He just shoots it. Oh, wait, no, uh, the ice guy wins. The ice guy wins at first because the fire guy's coming at him. Ice guy freezes his foot to the ground and he falls. The fire guy gets pissed, gets up and throws a giant fireball at him, but he kind of gets carried away and is so sending he already, a fireball. He already lost and he throws his fireball after he's already lost. Well, it's arguable when he's lost. I, I mean, think I he know. lost. No, it's the first he person to hit the ground. Yeah. Is, is that the rule? Yeah. Everybody oh. was already cheering on the other guy. They were all like, "Yeah, you made it. You're class rep. Yay." <laughs> you know? I guess. I think once you once a winner is declared, you can't just get up and like throw a fireball to his back while there's like all these kids there too. I mean, if there was no losing condition set, I think it's no. mortality. Mark, he was, was. a loser. The teacher said first person to hit the ground. Oh, okay. It was an official condition. He was being a sore loser, and so he throws a fireball at the ice boy, but it also basically at the crowd of kids. Um, and that's when Nanao uses his power twist. We find out that he has a power. His power is to negate other powers. And he just like makes the fireball disappear. Yeah. He gets in front of all the kids. He puts himself between the kids and the fireball and it just gets nullified. Yep. And that's his power. And everyone cheers him on. That's a good power. Specifically, he gets in front of Nana. Right. Because she's oh, standing yeah. there. Cause she doesn't have any physical powers. She can read minds or whatever. So Because they're hitting it off. They're becoming friends. And he's lonely and bullied. So it's nice that this new girl is nice to him. He's probably right. also a little bit horny. Probably a oh, little no, bit we, horny. For sure. For sure. Because he was he we heard him in his head because we're, he's kind of narrating everything. Um, we hear him talk about that he, she's a pretty girl and stuff. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing he has to keep him company is his dad's voice in his head telling him that he has to be really good or whatever mm-hmm. and by the way his dad's voice and all the voices of the older like shadowy men in this show they all sound like a younger guy putting on an old man voice mm-hmm. to me they all are just sort of like no no you have to be a leader and you must always bl-. and it's just i don't know it's a little hokey but that's okay um it's a cartoon mark so they're all like, you know, happy for Nanao and they're like, yeah, okay, he should be the class rep. And, you know, because he, you know, selflessly defended everyone and does have a cool power, um, even if it's just to negate. And Jackie and I agree that someone who can nullify powers would be a good leader, especially because mm-hmm. they don't have an offensive power that they could use to suppress people. Yeah. So they but could they just can... kind of end fights and stuff. Exactly. Or, or like if someone is too powerful, they can like shut them down, you know, which yeah. is good like there's nobody that can overpower the weaker people or anything or hurt others right um and so that seems to be kind of how things are going to go like that he is like getting confidence and going to step into the role of leader um and then uh you know i think we missed it because it may have been the previous day but nana and nanao are at a cliff like a sort of a scenic cliffside area with rope fences i guess 
you call it like instead of mm-hmm. a guard like rail it's wooden posts with ropes between them and at one point she seems to get an invisible push from something yeah we see like the perspective like something kind of like running at them through the trees and she falls off the cliff for a second but uh Nanao catches her and uh, you never find out what that invisible push was we haven't figured that out yet no mm-hmm. um then we uh i think they go back there the next day and um they have this sort of touching moment where uh you know she's like can you nullify my mind reading powers and he's like i think i can only nullify things if i touch them and she's like well if you you know and he, or he's like if i touch you would that nullify your p- powers mm-hmm. and then they hold hands and it seems very sweet that she's like i can't hear your thoughts now uh and then she uh throws him off the cliff yeah and yeah. uh he grabs the rope though and we see her eyes are like glowing red and i thought at this point I thought the other kid who seems evil and we don't know his power, I thought he was talking through Nana that he was like a puppet master power. Yeah. Yeah. You thought that someone that someone possessed her, like someone had the power to like yeah. possess other characters. Well, something. her eyes were evil and she looked like the way the other kid, Kyoya's eyes looked at one point. They mm-hmm. looked similar. But then she started saying things that was like from her perspective. Mm-hmm. When she's like, she says basically like, I can't read minds. Like I yeah. just use like what I observed, which is that you were pretending to read a book because you care about what other people think of you. This watch you left at the cafeteria, it's like, it's a big, nice looking watch. So it's a gift, but you don't care about it that much. And so, you know, it's sort of like a Sherlock kind of like explanations. Like, here's how I figured it out. She's just perceptive. She's just perceptive. She's, she isn't reading anybody's thoughts. She's just, you know, she tells people that it's like uh, it's like when a psychic tells you that they're psychic and then like people believe them because they kind of say things that like ring true for them or, or that, that they're just perceptive enough to figure out. Is that you what know? the mentalist does? I don't know who the mentalist is. I don't know which it's one that's uh, CBS primetime show. I've never seen it either, but all the psychics are pretty much doing the same thing where okay. they are being <laughs> they're they're being very general and then like people affirming like if the, you affirm it then they keep going with it and if they're like um I'm not sure and they're like um uh, it's uh, with the J it starts with a J or a K, you know, like they they kind of they ex- start to expand it until they get a bullseye and then they keep like Yeah, I think well a lot of know? what they do is they do general stuff, but yeah, you have to be observant as well. Yeah, you have to be observant. Yeah, yeah, because you're also like you, you like you know, if you're talking to an old lady versus you know a younger lady, like you can kind of, you know, you might you'll you might have different. I don't know. Like if you see a pretty young girl with no ring on her finger, then you can be like, "Mm, uh, you are going to meet a man. You're going to meet a mysterious man in a couple." You know, like if you're you're doing reality, everyone meets like a certain amount of people every week or whatever. Right. And you're just going to have an outlook. And if it doesn't work out, if you're like, that's not the man of my dreams, then you're like, oh, it's maybe it's this other guy. You know right. what? She also said that there will be someone that I have to be careful of or something. Right, right, right. They're not specific. They're not like a guy is going to do a judo chop on you and you got to block it. That it's, doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah. And if you're looking for like, if you read your horoscope and then you start looking for like, okay, some like I'm a career opportunity is going to present itself. But like opportunities pre- present themselves all the time. You just don't, you're not yeah. looking out for them, you know? Uh, but anyway, um, she's doing that because she's a mind reader, so she can be kind of, you know. She's a fake mind reader, and she yeah. reveals to him, this is a, a trope of her being like, 
here are all my evil plans and what I was thinking. And <laughs> oh, yeah, she d- she does the villain thing where she tells you exactly what who she yes. is and what she's doing. <laughs> uh, and in this case, it seems that it works out because you tell someone everything because they're going to die and you're yeah. like, whatever. And she's like, I'm actually sent here because there's no such thing as these monsters that are enemies of humanity. Like the enemies. You're, you're, she's like, you're the monsters. You guys are the enemies of humanity. You are the monsters. Like, it's not like these half, you know, goat people or whatever. It's just the kids with powers are enemies of people who don't have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we later find out in like you're not a, human, you're fucking mutants. You're mutants, weirdos. Uh, and we later find this out, like there's some flashbacks that kind of show that there was a talented versus, you know, regular human war. Um, and it seems like the humans won and now they're kind of cooperating and there's some differing opinions on that. Um, and she, I don't remember if it's this episode or what, what else does she tell him does she tell him how dangerous he seems to be? Because at one point she looks at her phone and it says his name and potential kill count, potential death count, like 1 million or that something. Is, that is in this episode, but I don't know if she tells him directly that okay. he would have killed this many people, you know? Right. And that's part of what makes us seem evil is she has information she gets that's like, oh, they could potentially kill this many people. And so she explains that her task is to um, get rid of these these kids. Uh, and so she kicks him off. Uh, she... I don't know. Does she pull the rope up or what? She he falls off. Yeah, yeah. He, he falls, falls off. to his death. Yeah. Um, we don't see his body. We don't see him die. That's so right. So I I'm not convinced that he is dead. Right, and we seem to see him in the closing credits sequence mm-hmm. or opening credits sequence. He's in the OP, baby. Yeah. So it's a little weird. So can I just say I uh pretty much I saw this twist coming. Okay. Um, because. One, I, I it was suspicious that she targeted him, and I and he just seems like a good person to target. If and she even wanted to target him even more when he said that he or when when they said that he was like the self appointed leader or whatever. I think like I don't know. I, it was really suspicious to me. And then the fact that we don't actually, as as the audience, we don't see her read minds. I thought was suspicious. Interesting. Yeah, she just says she can. She just says she can, and we don't really get any hard evidence that she definitely does. You know, we don't see her. No one says, like, I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 40, and she just pulls the number no, out or, or anything or like that. or even, like, I don't know. There's things that you might think that, like, really, unless someone, like, there's there's things that you might think that you have never said out loud, for example, right? Or something from, like, your, your childhood or or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, if she was, like... Like sometimes psychics do this, right? Like the fake psychics will be like, "Oh, who's Amy?" And you're like, "How? Do, how the fuck do you know that name?" You know, like there was no moment like that where right. like she knew something that like, "How the fuck do you know that?" You know, she's building off things she knew, and she's like, exactly. "I think you actually idolize your father." It's because he like mentioned some kind of tension with him. Like he was the one who mentioned his father first, and then right. she. Um, but yeah, so there was, and 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 in a lot of shows where there's like a mind reader or something like that, you can hear the thoughts. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe like experience, like in um. I mean, any show where there's a mind reader, but like True Blood is an example. Like the main character can read minds um, in True Blood and she like you can kind of like experience what she you can experience her power like as the audience. Like you can hear her hearing the what somebody is saying and then she right. You get her perspective. On you it. get her perspective on it because it just makes it easier for the audience to see like, OK, that's what she heard. And that's and that's why she reacted in this way, you know. Um, so the fact that we didn't get that, I was like, I bet she doesn't read minds. Yeah. So those are all the things that I 
predicted. Um, yeah, I was like, she's the monster. I didn't. What I didn't predict was that, like, from her perspective, they're the monster. But right, that's kind of cool. But anyway, so it, this is evil, right? What's evil? Like this island is a concentration camp, and she's a monster. I don't know. I mean, it's like I understand the perspective, but. It's like it's evil that they're lying to the kids and saying there's monsters out there and you're here to fight them. Like it's it's dumb from that perspective. Mm-hmm. It's bad from that perspective. Um on her end, yeah, it's evil. And they seem to definitely characterize it as such. Because like I can't get behind killing children, you know? It's not something I'm really for. That's unlike you. But how <laughs> what do you uh, I agree with what you're saying, but at but at the same time, I disagree because how how do you how does humanity deal with that problem of super powerful arrogant stupid kids who can just like destroy like everything or just like take over you know what i mean like it's it's such a it's like obviously they are powers right it's like a it's like a a huge 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 power imbalance between them and anyone else like they can you know, force their way into mm. doing whatever they want, you know? Um, well, there's a lot we like don't how know. Like, does, how does society function when you have that, there's right? A, there's a lot we don't know. I mean, th- there are often people who are better at things than other people, and there are often, you know, like nations that get nuclear weapons, and we don't we don't want them to have them, you know, as uh, one state over another. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's balances, I think, that, that come into play. Um there's laws and regulation uh there could be a sort of technological solution where you uh invent like a power limiting thingy that you uh implant. yeah but you can't enforce it on these people well it's better than murder and extermination um, I, i'm I think just saying i, just I understand they're clearly the superior race there's that too that's true they could just wipe out the humans well they tried to but a lot of humans i think still pull the levers of power to be like okay direct all the tanks onto them and they tried that already um i'm sure if we read more x-men we'd probably have an answer to this because this is something that all the time yeah they do right and and we see that with um in in like the magnet the fucking x-men movies i think x2 and 3 talk about that a lot the mutant registration act Mm -hmm. um that's kind of like they play it as like a metaphor to like the communist anti-communist stuff but they're like ah it's bullshit i think yeah so like obviously senator trask or something obviously i don't agree that we should like oppress people or kill them because they're different but i do like when there is such a like it's 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 like a built-in inequality like how do you reconcile that like how do you deal with that when we already have so much inequality like that's just an additional thing like people with powers versus people without powers you know yeah um well, I don't know. I mean, they're all still exhibiting free will and uh, are subject to... Yeah, but for to, the most part, it's true. They all are just like arrogant pricks. Well, that's because they're they're also in a school where they're taught like you're going to save humanity. Yeah. You're, you're the elite kids. Oh, yeah. And I forgot that's towards the beginning of the show. There's a message or something displayed that says like kill one and save 10 million or something like that. Mm. And I think we later learned that that's something that Nana gets. And so... This is a bit of a tangent, but this is what's funny to me is that 
The show seems to have named Nana and Nanao those names just to throw us off as a... Just to have this twist. Just to have the twist of like, ah, he's the talentless Nana. And then it's like, no, he's barely important. So it seems Yeah, he so gets far. killed in the first episode, so... Right. She is Nana and she reveals she does not have a power because she's a regular human who's up against these mutant people who I think the Wikipedia describes that her as part of like a, a government thing, but I, it felt to me like an Illuminati kind of shadow. It's like books. a secret, secret government program. Like right. bre- That's, because it's sorry, go ahead. No, uh, I was just gonna say that another thing we don't know is what her motivations are. Right. We watched episodes one through three. If you don't know how things work around here, that's generally what we do is we watch three episodes and talk about those. They did um, the like government or people like when when later on she there's like kind of a flashback with her. I think that's in a episode two or three. Um, but in in the like kind of memory flashback that she has, it sounds like they were basically like, yeah, it wouldn't be PC for us just to like drop a bomb on the island. So we <laughs> we have to do it in this kind of sneaky way. <laughs> well, so <laughs> like Miles called the island a concentration camp. And I was just wondering, do you? I don't think that these people like these are two different people who are two different factions that want to kill them versus however the island got set up, right? Or do you think it's the same initiative? Like the, like there's some government that's like we should seclude them all and then hey also we should send someone in there to kill them? Yeah, I thought it was the same people doing yeah. all of it. Oh, it yeah, is. Yeah, okay. It is I didn't controlled- I didn't get that vibe. I thought it was just like a a thing to kind of seclude them which is concentration yeah um but But it's but i thought it was just like a separate like they signed up voluntarily i believe Mm, maybe we don't know too much about that either told the real reason why they're there we're we're not sure about that either we just know that like a red card arrives in the mail or something um and that's the thing is to me it seemed like this was unofficial like off books like someone disagrees with the idea of just raising the kids separately Mm. um and that it, it seems like they're like, no, no, we can't just separate them so they learn in a safe environment and they harness their powers. We have to get rid of them. Um, because this is sort of how you would do it where, like, this isn't, I don't know, this isn't the logical way to get rid of a lot of people is to send one special agent in to, you know, earn their trust and then betray them. Like, that would take a long time, mm-hmm. I think. I think they're doing it. And it's really there's... risky because the more people that disappear, the more they're going to be like, we need to find a intruder. That's a good point. Um, but you know, I, I also have to imagine there's, they didn't tell us a percentage of people that have these powers, but there have to be a lot of islands. Maybe this is a global lie. Like the, like, you know what I mean? Like maybe like everybody thinks that there's these enemies of humanity that need these superheroes to protect them, you know, but it's not real, you know? And so people think that that's what those powerful people are doing when really, they're just sending them off, quietly disappearing them, and people think like, oh, they died in battle, you know? Mm. That's what I think. Maybe. It's I, like a global lie that's really just there to exterminate them, but it's not PC to exterminate them, so. I guess. I, <laughs> I think those people, though, that, that would still leave the door open to them getting off the island, because they say, like, there's no outside communications until you're 18. But mm. theoretically, they'd get off the island, and, and you'd hear back from somebody. Over enough time. They all died in battle, Mark. Uh, no. Because <laughs> you can't trust that there's a battle going on if you have no pictures or anything of it. I guess maybe they could fake all that, but I don't know. Or they're all getting killed before they turn 18. 
right? I guess, yeah. They have very effective agents. I hope that if that's the case, that their initiative only takes a few years because after a while, you're going to wonder if you send a kid away when they're 14 or whatever. And then, yeah, they all died. They all, that's like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And someone would probably make it out at some point, mm-hmm. right? Especially if they figure out that there's like assassins in there assassinating. Um, so then uh, the show, yeah, definitely pivots to Nana's perspective who alternates between her sort of cutesy outer presenting self and her more sinister and uh she's does well she doesn't like quite seem i mean i don't know her motives are evil but she thinks she's doing the right thing no yeah she thinks she's the good guy 100 percent. yeah yeah she's not just like i hate people and i want them to die she thinks that she's like <laughs> she's saving. not like a serial killer she's not like i love murder although i that's my dexter comparison because she kind of is a serial killer like she's a killer who kills uh, people that she thinks are are evil, which is why I compare to Dexter. You right, know? a monster killing monster. Yeah, and I it is just like to me, it's you know, it's funny that she hasn't questioned it. Maybe she will. That it seems almost. I don't know if they're going to do it every episode, but the second episode, it's a different kid who is you know someone that Nana gets close with and then disappears, um, or she gets rid of him, and so you think it's going to be like this, and then there were none kind of structure to it. Um, and uh, yeah on this kid this is where I realized it was a pattern where she checks her phone it has the kid's name and it says like potential dead 800,000 and it's just like you haven't seen them kill anybody and you're just taking the word of these like shadowy like, like people like oh like they're gonna what, kill hundreds of thousands what intern estimated this for you like yeah. who estimated this <laughs> well I'm saying if you haven't even seen them kill one person <laughs> yeah. you know like come on like you're gonna kill them just because you're like oh it could happen yeah. How how could you possibly? And get also, those like she was getting to know him, and he just seemed like a nice boy. Getting to know you. He's just a nice boy who wanted to please his father and wanted to, you know, genuinely. He was like he was actually the only one that wasn't an arrogant prick. Prick for them. I mean, he's a little bit. He's a little bit like I want to be the leader, which is like. Well, guys, it seemed like he got. You know, he he got people made him take a seat over time. I think they really they humbled broke him. it down for you. Like you got to do stuff to be a leader, fucko. You can't just come in here and say I'm a leader, boy. Fucko. Fucko. Hey, Miles, has anyone ever said the phrase fuckola to you? Does that phrase like ring a bell? No, sh- should it? <laughs> no, it's just the, like my brother brought up to me the other day that we, that I I haven't really said it in a long time, but uh, that I think it's just something my dad invented. He said he got it from a roommate in college, uh-huh. but just saying like fuckola and uh, realizing like, oh yeah, no one else says that. That's just a thing that we have picked up from our foul-mouthed father not familiar okay yeah and fuck oh i don't know where i get that from that might be in goodfellas somewhere not sure um but uh yeah so in the second episode um you know now we get it that it's like nana is uh, a secret agent who has no power she's just pretending to know things without being able to know them and it's much cooler this way yeah it is much cooler this way it is it is different it's not just like there's a girl that's interested in him and yeah in episode one we find out that yeah she just seems to be in love with him and he has a perfect shot and everything's coming up because what i was really afraid of was another shown anything that's just going to have a series of battles between them and the enemies of humanity um i mean this is all shonen right shonen is is kind of a general term for things aimed for young boys but i think that the fear that i would have was just like Here's a bunch of kids with powers fighting monster of the week, monster of the week, monster of the week. Mm-hmm. And I was like not excited to watch that. Mm. So I am glad that it pivoted into this sort of death notey, like 
well, I know this about you, but in episode three, we start to see there's someone else who might be against you who also has a very perceptive eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but in episode two, there's a kid who seems to have time-stopping powers. Yep. Like King does. Crimson. Well, no, like Dio, I think, in yeah. a way. Oh. But, no, uh, but he can go back in time. Which oh, yeah. King Crimson can't do either, though. King Crimson can... Yeah, can you explain King Crimson's power to me? <laughs> oh, no! Yes, King Crimson <laughs> nullifies anything that happened in time. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listeners, write in if you can explain to no! me what King Crimson's You don't have to do is. that. Listeners, we already understand it perfectly. Um, I, just, I just understand it in the moment always. Like, uh, someone will write a letter, we'll talk about it, and be like, yes, I get it. And then... Like an hour later, I'm like, what the fuck is King Crimson's power? I don't understand. All it does is something to do with time. It doesn't really erase cause and effect. I think King Crimson's power is to meet is for me not to know what his power is. No. (laughs) Like it's impossible to comprehend it's impossible to comprehend. (laughs) It just like makes him invincible to anything that happens in a given time period and it erases the memory of that moment from all participants. It's like the hand, but with time, right? Is that what it is? Sort of, but it doesn't even erase the events that, that transpire. Oh, okay. They yeah, still happen. I'd be better able to understand this if it came in an email. <laughs> a rambling email. Please use ASCII uh, art to explain visually. <laughs> Please draw us a comic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so and it turns out this guy so is... So the power, the, this, this kid can um, go... But, uh, oh, it's actually more like maybe the... Wasn't there like a VCR power? I don't know. Anyway. Not he, like Moody Blues, no. He can go back a little bit in time. Can Kira do something with time? Well, yeah. He has the thing where if you say his name to anyone, his true <laughs> identity to anyone, then it explodes and time loops back an entire day. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not that. I love all these time powers. They're fun. It's um, the dust. No, this kid's power is he can... Turn back time a little bit and he can... Ah, uh, the Cindy Lauper power. And he can, like, manipulate the events there. That's not the Cindy Lauper power. Share the share power. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Cindy Lauper's power is time after time, which uh-huh. kind of just seems like anybody can do that. That's, sequen- that's sequential time. That's right. just time in sequence. But I have the superpower to have things continue happening. I don't need, I don't do anything. Time, time continues to flow. Um, yeah, so what it turns out that this kid's power is he can just go back in time. I'm a little confused about that. But there that. are limitations. If anyone s- sees him or locks eyes with him, he yeah. has to go back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> like he gets kicked out, basically, because otherwise it seems like it's just a physical energy level. Like the further back in time he goes, the more it takes out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he can do stuff. He can change he can do time. stuff. Yeah, so if like at w- one point... um she spills water on him and he turns back time to move the water glass and have it so that it never actually spilled on him. Right. Right. So he can prevent accidents from happening. And this is an example of Nana being kind of a detective because she intentionally knocks the water onto him to see Mm -hmm. what his power is because she wants to see it up close. She's fucking smart. Yeah. And, uh, And and evil. And she reveals to us in her sort of self monologue, like, you know, people said he could stop time, but there's no way if, if that cup was in the middle of spilling that he was able to stop time and fit all the water back into the cup. It must mm-hmm. have to do with rewinding. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, that's what it is. I went back and I just 
you know, move the cup. That's the other thing too. People trust her because she's just cute and like trying to be like super helpful and nice. Like she presents herself as this like super nice, sweet, like friendly, like, oh, I just want to get to know you. That's why I'm asking you about the limitations of your powers, you know, and people tell her the limitations of their powers. So she figures out how to stop them. Uh, that That's like, that's a super fun part of the show is her trying to figure out stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so she eventually, basically, we know that she's like, I have to get rid of this guy. He's dangerous. Like, that's a really powerful power. And so, like, she needs to take him out first. Um, the thing is, though, is that she also wants to take him out because he's going to figure out that she killed Nanao in yeah, episode one. Yeah, because he, he kind of takes it upon himself to try to solve the mystery of what happened. Because he they, hasn't shown up to school because he's right. missing. Yeah. So he's with her and he's like, you were with him. Like, maybe we could retrace your steps a little bit. And she's oh. like, oh, shit. Also, before that... um. What's his face? The the other new guy with Kyoya. Kyoya. He's also like asking around about Nana, like, hey, you know, he hasn't shown up to school. You know, I dorm right next to him and um I knocked on his door to see how he was doing and he wasn't there and he didn't come home. Hmm. I you know, whatever, whatever. So he's like suspicious and he's asking questions and he's like, Nana, you were the last one with he's like, him. Ooh, nah, nah. You were the last one with him. And he, I, he, he, I was adding to he's it. also petting her hair as he interrogates her he's which is her hair unsettling but he yeah. says it's because he his little sister has pigtails like that yeah <laughs> and in the next episode he reveals that his sister was at this island and she disappeared oh no and that's one of the reasons why he wanted to go there you know what this is also like it's like among us it's a little like among us Ooh, yeah who's the imposter where you're like why were you my favorite thing was i saw it's like a murder mystery though where it's like who's the real killer and you have to find out before they kill you <laughs> my my favorite among us thing that i saw was uh, a bunch of vtubers or a vtuber and just a bunch of rando kids i think were playing among us and there's a few different stages you can play on and uh the, the vtuber was the imposter who was murdering people and so on a call they're like or they're typing like, hey, uh, so where were you? And he's like, I was in the cafeteria. And they're like, bro, there's no cafeteria on this map. Oh, no. Uh, to which he responded, the cafeteria of my soul. <laughs> um, he was ejected. That's very funny. Promptly. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it does feel a little bit like that. And, he, and you watch it and you can't help but think, like, how would I react to this? Like, they bring up something. Do you pretend you, it never happened at all? Or do you say it happened, but I was there helping for a totally Mm -hmm. different reason and i went home you know um so yeah because then they're like oh you were hanging out with him late like you guys went all the way to the cliffs alone and she's like yeah and then we went back home yeah and that's where we parted ways and and so this kid keeps time traveling and at one point you know she's like maybe we should call it quits and he's like no 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 like i have to keep pushing myself to go back in time because if we wait too long then it'll be past the point where i could go back and see it um and uh, then he goes off to dorm to to go to sleep. But I guess what's the deal? Why does she still want him dead? Does she think that he'll still be able to unearth things with her time powers? Oh, yeah. And yeah. He, his power is just too dangerous. Yeah. And so she, she wakes can, him up in the middle of the night. She basically she concocts this perfect plan. Yeah. It's so smart. I haven't decided if it's too complicated a plan to have worked. It's, a, it's, or not. it's Jojo-y to me because it's complicated, but it's, it works. It's pretty like Giorno made your banana a gun kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So earlier in the episode, we see a few things happening while they're doing a gym class kind of physical training exercise out on a lake. They're um, it, they're doing something just based on water. We see this kid at first, this time rewinding kid, Shibusawa, I think his name is. And uh, he's like dangling off the edge of a log above the lake. 
as one kid's using his powers to like shove him off and he's like come on i can't swim like and they're like well how would you deal with you know a water situation if you were fighting an enemy of humanity and then the ice kid just freezes the entire lake Mm -hmm. and is like why do we even have to do these exercises anyway like this is silly and the teacher's like all right well i guess we can't do them anymore because the lake is frozen uh and they all just leave um and then what we find out later uh, is you know this this time where Nana goes and wakes up the time kid, uh, she's holding a shovel, which that scares me a lot. The <laughs> idea that just someone waking you up with a shovel in the middle of the night, being like, "I forgot about this thing that happened outside," and then it's foggy when they go out there. Yeah, she never explains to him why she has that shovel. Right, because then she, he says like we we, we kind of skip a story that I think she tells him while they're on their way out to this spot where he's like oh, you shouldn't have kept this from me. And she's like, that's right. I forgot that a monster attacked us. She didn't say she forgot. She said she wasn't sure if she could trust him yes. because uh, there was there were okay. monsters among them. So she was like, yeah, because she what happened she does, was yeah. we had like you know, a monster chased us and the monster got um, Nanao and he was eating him right at this very spot um but yeah there's a monster among us and i didn't know if i could trust you but now i think i can i guess because they were doing some of the also every time he went back in time and and like he like it was like almost like he was getting to the point where he was um where, she, where he'd see her throw where he'd this see kid her off the cliff. yeah throw him off the cliff but um she always like because she, because she was hyper alert in that moment she'd always like make make eye contact with him and it, it would force him back to the future right to the present we haven't found out though if that moment i mentioned in like the first episode where she she gets pushed by something invisible off a cliff i was wondering if maybe the time rewinding kid had something to do with that but based on what we've seen so far it doesn't seem that way she seems Seems like have an invisible push push um so 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 she's like uh, go back to the past you know to this very spot and you'll see you can help him before he gets eaten by the monster um and so he travels back in time and she picks up her shovel and she starts digging right she starts digging in the dirt and then she stops when she hits something and we see that it's really foggy outside and that's part of what bothered me about this plan seeming too smart is just that it happens to be a very foggy night because what's obscured by both the fog and the dirt is that they were actually standing on the frozen lake Mm. and that by him being in that spot and traveling back in time he'd be standing on water because Mm -hmm. they're traveling back to before the morning gym class so he would just land right in the lake and she heard him say that he can't swim and it causes him to be out of breath when he time travels Mm -hmm. so he'd be submerged in water uh out of breath and unable to swim and uh so he would drown and then the lake would be frozen so they wouldn't uh find his body Right. Even though, I mean, they'd have the to go morning. out on the lake for a little bit, right? Yeah. That that next morning. But I guess it would help them prevent looking for him because the, the, the ice kid at one point says it would take three to four days or something like that for the lake to unfreeze. Mm. So it buys her a lot of time that she sent him back to a previous night where it was water. He drowns underwater and then no one notices it. No one notices it. The gym class the like next all, morning happens. All day, no one notices it. Right, because it's frozen. Not even all day, I think, because that class may have been in the morning. Right, right. That so class was in few, the morning. But they're out there for half an hour, 15 minutes. They I don't, don't know. even really get into the water. Right. Because it gets frozen right away. The ice kid freezes it, and now it's like, okay, no one's going to look under there mm-hmm. for him. Because they also saw him out on the lake that day. 
because we could presume that the events of the day still happened as normal. Yeah. That he was still there being like, you know, when the lake was water, being like, I can't swim. And then it's frozen. And he then goes off and starts hanging out with Nana. Meanwhile, the time travel version of him is under the ice dead. Mm-hmm. So to anybody looking for him, they wouldn't think to look under the ice anyway, because mm-hmm. they're like, well, he was alive even after the frozen, the frozen mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's a very smart plan. My only problem with it is just like you were able to obscure from him that you were on the ice. Like, did you did it happen to be foggy and that's when you like ran out there or did you I think she I think she took dirt and she put it all over the ice so it looked like regular ground. Uh, she did that a little bit, but you can't cover an entire lake that way. Not and with that this attitude, kid ran with no. her. Like he ran with her all the way out onto this path. Like he doesn't know where the lake is, right? Like how much dirt, how much time and energy does she really have to cover a certain amount of frozen lake with dirt? Well, maybe it looked like, uh, yeah, right. It was enough. The the fog fills in those gaps for me, but that's a coincidence. He might have seen that it was near the lake, but not that it was on the lake, you know? Like, okay, this is like right off of the lake, but it's not in the lake. Right. That's still to me, though, a lot to convince because you know what the edge of a lake looks like, especially if you don't like going in it, you like swimming. And there's usually something that, you know, marks the edge of the dirt versus the the water, you mm-hmm. know. And so to just be standing on dirt, the fog would have to be really thick to mm-hmm. not look and go, oh, are we on the ice or whatever right now? I don't know. I mean, I guess the dirt being under your feet might you know, yeah. make you not think about it. And obviously you can use the excuse that like, you know, she's giving you all this new information and being like, you have to hurry and time travel. Yeah. And it's this pretty girl with a shovel being like... <laughs> Oh, please help me and whatever. But it it does feel a little too convenient that there's something that makes it hard to see where you are. Um, that being said, it is also like a pretty because we don't see him really go back and die. We just see her like notice like, OK, we were standing on the ice like I planned. He uh, he definitely went back in time and is dead by now. Mm-hmm. It's sort of it feels really evil that she's like, all right, I think that worked. And we just see kind of like a what if imagined scenario in her head of him sort of falling uh, in the water, drowning. Yeah. Um, how cruel yeah he was a nice boy i thought it was really evil at first because i thought he went back to the moment when it froze like my brain just didn't put it together and i thought he like was under the water and then it froze and he couldn't get out and died and i was like that oh, sucks yeah. well well that's the other thing too right because if if he if he realizes like oh okay i'm drowning in the water let me go back to present time if he goes back to present time now he's frozen in the lake yeah know? okay yeah there's like, that you know he's stuck under like present time is like you're inside ice, you right. know, or rather you're inside the frozen water and you can't go up to where the, you know, you can't break the ice. Right. If he were somehow able to travel to exit time travel while thrashing underwater. Right. Because it seems like if he just lets go of control, if he just thinks like, all right, let me go back. He doesn't need energy to do that. In which case, yeah, he would be drowning trapped underneath the ice yeah. ceiling, uh, which uh, is horrible. Miles, what were you going to say? I forgot. Damn it damn it um yeah and so she's just kind of like all right well that's done two down more oh, to go i was gonna say do we see his body no no we don't we don't so his body yeah, she, and Anau's body we don't we don't see like we right. don't know for a fact i i i suspect that this kid is dead but we don't we haven't seen either of them as dead yeah. people right it's right. interesting that we don't see them as dead mm-hmm. it is worth noting and again they seem to show up in the openings or the outros the ops or the eds so you are a little bit like hmm what's the deal with this 
Um, and then uh, episode three is where it kind of feels like Death Note because it turns out this other mysterious kid with the Bruno voice, uh, Kyoya, is also looking into it and seems to be a very good detective. Uh, but he does have powers and is not interested in wiping out all of the talented kids. He's looking for who got rid of Nanao uh, and potentially Shibusawa, who just recently went missing. Uh, because he lost his sister uh, in a mysterious way on the same island. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also hard to figure out. And we only figure out towards the end of episode three. Because uh, we're just we're running long on time. I don't want to do a, a beat by beat on this episode. Well, the, just yeah, it's it's a good episode because it is very detective-y. And, and this is where it really feels like Death Note. Because um, he is trying to... He's suspicious of her. Yeah, um, but it doesn't feel like Death Note at some points where Death Note is like, but, but it, I'm going to do this because they're going to do that because I know they're going to do this. One. And it's like, all right, all right, all right. Enough 12 dimension chess. Not quite. But it, it he does say like he wants to be her friend because he's suspicious of her, basically, which is what happens in Death Note. He's like, I want you to work closely with me in Death Note. He's like, I want you to work closely with me because I'm suspicious of you. you well, know? I like that we as the audience still don't really know how to read this guy. Yeah, because she at one point he's very cold and sort of impersonal and she goes to his dorm room and he's a huge nerd. He's got Uh, all these old school games and he plays these games and I didn't I forgot to look it up, but the translators, they did they did a few things to kind of make the prose just feel simple and more like how we speak in English. And she kind of I think she calls him in the subtitles an F boy. Yeah, (laughs) which I think means fuck boy. Mm hmm. And he doesn't know what that means. Like he's naive or just sort of innocent and is like, wow, what is that? And she has to explain it. I didn't catch what she says in Japanese to be able to tell you like, oh, this is what they literally are saying. She also says so he has Dom vibes. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's a little horny. <laughs> and yeah, he kind of doesn't really seem to get it, but I don't know what exactly she was saying there. If it seems like, I think what she's basically saying is like, it feels like you're trying to hit on me or, or seduce mm. me or something. Uh, and he just seems totally clueless to it to the point where you're like, but you seem so perceptive on other things. So are you just pretending to be sort of naive and out of it? Um, yeah, I also would be suspicious of her because it's like she's also too curious and like the two girl, guys she's gotten close with have but, disappeared. But yes, but I mean, girl, you can read minds. Why are you like surprised by anything anyone mm-hmm. does or says, you know? Well, she has excuses. Like she, you know, I think she says like, if I dig, I can read your intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she maybe mentions in the first episode, maybe she mentions that someone is fighting or that, that they're hard to read. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could constantly be like, oh, well, you're not letting me in or something, you know? Yeah. Um, and I can only read these basic things. It could be like uh, Darby the Younger in JoJo where you can only hear yes, 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 or no, 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 no. Um, probably the weakest mind reading I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad power. Don't get me wrong. The ability to find out yes and no from someone is a huge deal. But it is like really funny that it's like, I can't hear thoughts. I just green light or red light. Yeah. That's all I get. It's just it's just uh, true or false. Yeah. Um. So... This episode, I'll say that, you know, it doesn't end with him dying, but she does try to kill him. She mentions like, oh, yeah, and now had this cat that he was taking care of because she noticed already that Kyoya, this mysterious new kid, also is taking care of a cat who's on campus. So she kind of, sub, you know, unconsciously motivates him to go feed his cat. Uh, and she has f- prepped the room by filling it with gas. 
Um, and she also knows that he turns on the stove to heat up the milk for the cat. This is mm-hmm. a Fight Club style death. Yeah, and he's in there, and he's like, "Weird, I don't or, remember closing or like the windows." Final destination. <laughs> yeah, and he uh, goes to turn on the stove, uh, but the windows are sealed. And the other thing that this is like a kind of also, it's not too beyond the pale, but she mentions. She figures out that he has no sense of smell. Yeah. And that's why she's able to use the gas trap on him because he then turns on the stove. It explodes. And she's there near the the little abandoned, whatever it is, a greenhouse or something. She's expecting to see him like use his powers, which are still a mystery to her, and see him like teleport out or, you know, come out of there uh, in a ball of water or something mm-hmm. protecting himself. But instead, he's like he's blown up he's like really scarred and on fire and stuff but we see him regenerate mm-hmm. and he's like oh yeah i'm uh does he say he's invincible yeah he says he's invinci- invincible yeah. um and we just see his skin kind of regenerate um and he asks all the right questions but he doesn't accuse her where he's just sort of like a few times he's like why did you not know that i do this when you can read minds he asks what you ask basically Jackie. yeah and he w- he was also like hey how are you the first one to come here like maybe we're friends now and so you you heard me and you re- heard my mind and you you ran over here he was like uh yeah but how, how don't you know what yeah stuff um and then towards the end he's like if you can read minds since you were such good friends i'm gonna tell you what my weakness is and so he says it in his mind and she just not being able to read minds just fakes it and goes message received Mm -hmm. and then he doesn't go okay what is it you know he just seems to be i think he's just toying with her and he's like okay great we're friends when in reality he's like i was thinking of nothing he's like i'm so glad we're friends yeah and yeah so the reason why she she understands he has no sense of smell is because one of them is that he double bags his garbage or something i don't understand she had to put he's and he puts stickers on all of his produce to tell him when it goes bad when like normally you'd be able to smell when something goes bad you'd you'd be able to smell and see it but i guess he i wouldn't necessarily draw that conclusion personally well because you could see the tomatoes are going bad that's why you're not a super genius like this girl i think there was something else too with that it was something with the with the with the groceries with the garbage he double bags them because he can't smell if they're bad so he assumes they're bad i guess Mm. there's something with the grocery garbage bags listeners write in and tell us what it is that kyoya something or other does with garbage bags in the talentless nana oh the other thing that i really like about this guy is he um he's suspicious of this whole fucking island he's like he's like yeah kids are disappearing the teachers aren't really looking for them uh he's like we don't our training is like just kind of fucking around like playing on the lake and stuff he's like this isn't really like an intense like training boot camp that i would have expected he was like this seems like they're just keeping us busy like he didn't yeah. say that exactly but he was like this place is suspicious and yeah he, you'd expect like, there to be more control over our powers and not really helping us do that yeah, at all yeah um when you said he's suspicious of the entire island i i imagined him just like questioning bushes and stuff <laughs> you know, it's funny doing? that you would grow here like i think you're really telling on yourself by growing here of all places um yeah so it's interesting we kind of see that this is and a a worthy adversary uh, of hers, potentially someone much stronger than her and much more capable. Uh, and that is where episode three ends. And so we are in the dark about a lot of things about where these kids' bodies are, if they really did die, and uh, if this guy is going to get murdered or if they'll work together maybe or something. 
Uh, at one point when the twists, when there were various twists happening, I knew her name was Nana, but when they were like the talentless Nana, I was like, Nana means seven. Mm. Like maybe there's like this whole class of kids are all faking it or something. Like I, mm. I, I couldn't put it together. Some of them are clearly not faking it. Some of them are throwing fireballs and stuff. <laughs> Um, we don't know what's up with that girl Michiru. She's featured prominently in some of the intro and outro. Yeah, that will be her. interesting. Her power maybe to capture my heart, ladies' hearts. My heart. We'll we'll find that out soon because we're we're probably gonna keep on watching. But yeah, this as show I was is cool. watching this, I was like, I bet Jackie loves this shit. How did you know? Because you love this shit. I do. You love. <laughs> it's like it's a psychological thriller, and I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Give me more psychological thriller animes. Uh yeah, so we'll we'll probably keep watching this. Um, this is the first show in a while that I think we've agreed on, uh, Jackie and I anyway, because we live in the same house. Miles can watch whatever he wants, You're but good. Jackie and I have agreed to continue watching. Miles, what shows do you and Q agree on? <sighs> Key only enjoys the stupid, stupid show called Lil Baby Bum, and it's like the worst songs in the world that are just like. <laughs> We are learning the alphabet, even though there's already a song oh. for learning the alphabet. But he there loves is, it. Yeah. yeah, he just sits there dazed. And if I try to put some, like, I try to put John Mulaney's Sack Lunch Bunch on because it's like <laughs> kind of for kids and it's more interesting to me. Or I'll put like a David Attenborough documentary on because I'm like, this is educational. It's not going to rot his brain too much. <laughs> uh, but no, he's only captivated by this stupid little baby bum show. Is it on YouTube or is it on the TV? It's on Netflix and YouTube. Oh, okay. If you're interested um, in checking it out. It's not an show, anime. Show him Blippy. Blippy. And then look up Blippy's ridiculous past. Okay. As a person. You should oh. just watch Moomins with him. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that it sounds like <laughs> is just like babies love having someone with like a high-pitched voice like make noises and shit at them and if you can just find a machine or program that does that endlessly it seems like the show is just like like ai designed for babies because like it's like (laughs) really crappy 3d animation and the songs are all totally inane what is it called again (laughs) little baby bum look it up on youtube it's awful extremely bad uh Uh, but babies i will watch it and just laugh at you by myself yeah i think like you know, eventually we'll have to switch to uh, child shows. Just how how did you find out about this? Uh, Mary put it on. Just like knowing that that would be good for kids, like someone recommended it, or did it just was like suggested and you were trying different things? I get it, yeah, it must have popped up on Netflix or something. Little baby like, bum, distract your child with this. We were original. Our original plan for for him was to not show him television for the beginning of his life, but we have nothing else to do. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a lot of parental experience, experiences is like, don't give him the iPad. And then you're like, just give him the fucking iPad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Who cares? Um, but maybe some restraint is better than none. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Yeah. And uh, listeners, if you haven't already, uh, it's been out there for a little while, but we have a poll for you to take. Uh, if you've heard us talk about any anime in 2020, we did our award show last week and we would like to have a Listener's Choice Award, which means it's something that we'll continue to watch. We'll watch more of a TV show. If it one of your favorite animes we covered uh, was a serial TV show that we only watched a few episodes of. We'll watch more of it on the pod. Or if it's a, a movie, we'll check out more stuff by that uh, creator. Uh, so yeah, go vote. I don't have a uh, simple URL for you, but if you go to the JoJo 
Um, if you go to our Twitter, which is at JJBpod, you can find the tweet there. I believe I pinned it to the top of our profile. Uh, you should go there and vote and, uh, you know, be, be responsible. Yeah. All right. Okay. I think that's it for us this week. Any final words, people? Last regrets? No. Good show. <laughs> I hope, I hope listeners who are listening to this have already seen it. Yeah. I mean, it's look, the, the thing we ruined was like in episode one. So even if we did ruin it I for know. you, you could just keep what it's fine. That's also, true. We give you ample warning. No, no, no. I'm not worried about that. I'm saying if anyone's like, oh, oh no, also, I got it spoiled. We also didn't explain episode three, which is a very good episode. So we didn't really go like super in depth into that one. So um, oh, I don't know what we missed. I mean, we didn't go beat by beat on that one as much. Yeah. What did I write? It's, oh, I, it's worth watching. Don't, let's not. I don't want. I'm saying. I'm saying it's good that we didn't do that because if you didn't watch the anime, you should just watch it and you can experience episode three. The only note on episode three I didn't get to is that the retro game he plays with her is called Danger Bomb, and it looks stupid. <laughs> I thought anyway. it was going to be like Bomberman, but it was a side scroller. Yeah, it looked really weird. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll talk to you next week, everyone. Have a good. Seven days in a row. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Happy 2021.